What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name is Ethan, and as always, I am joined by my fabulous brother and co-host, Nick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I used the word fabulous, but that's what I went for, so you are fabulous today. Okay. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> my wonderful I'm co-host. okay being fabulous. I'm okay being fabulous every now and then. I could have gone. I, I could have guess. got through the intro, but you started laughing. <laughs> so so that, that's it. That's it. What's up? Dude? That's it. Fabulous. I'm feeling fabulous, man. No, um, not a whole lot's up. I love how we just keep switching recording days, so I can never get like a set day to talk about. Today's Tuesday. We recorded last week on Thursday. The week before, we recorded on Tuesday, and then before that, it was Wednesday. So it's it just feels so weird to like come in and get like in the in the mindset to record when we can't figure out what day we're yeah no, i know I, like like today is my only day off of the the week like i have sunday off too but like i was like thinking i was like relaxing i was chilling i was like yeah, yeah i'll go do this today and then i'll go do this and i'll come home and i'll just relax for the rest of the day i was like oh fuck i gotta record today because i can't record tomorrow so Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's a little tough, and hopefully, when I have a a actual schedule at work, other than you know, I'm as of right now, I'm just like support. So like they toss me in where they need me for like scheduled yeah, days. Just so filling in. Yeah. When so needed. hopefully, when I when I have an actual schedule, I can uh, we can get back to having a set day for recording, so we don't need to uh, scramble. You know what I mean? That would be nice. <clears throat> that would be nice. It would be nice to make our lives easier. You know what I mean? Exactly. Get into more of a routine. And then we get those, you know, those tier one listeners that are expecting the episode on Thursday and it drops on Friday and they're they're hitting us up like what the fuck? Where where the fuck is our episode? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like it's, yeah, it's we're hard. really We're really disappointing our fans lately. It's hard being a uh a wonderful podcaster and also a contributing member of society at the same time. I would put that up there as like one of the more difficult things that people go through in their life. Yes. I think. Because everybody has a podcast, and like I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are there are a lot of people that have podcasts. Oh, I was I was joking about it being difficult. Uh, I I kind of was too. I was kind of being sarcastic, but you know, you me sarcastic never. Nick, tell me about your day. How is your day specifically? How was Tuesday, April thirteenth, twenty twenty one? How did it treat you? I mean, I felt really emo this morning, and then perked up around lunch. So. Pretty normal, I guess. It's a normal Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Tuesdays suck, man. I don't know what it is on Tuesdays, but it's my least favorite day of the week. I always think is. I remember always that from been. like six years ago, you saying that Tuesdays were always your least. And it, it had to do with what the resort that we worked at. It was order day. And you hated mm. doing orders. <laughs> you hated doing the Ginsburg order. So you always said, I hated Tuesdays. doing my job. <laughs> yeah, no, Tuesdays. I think that's where it started. Tuesday sucked. And then just, I don't know. Mondays don't bother me as much. I don't know why. Just because it like, I don't know. The weekends are just so short anyway. Like it doesn't really feel like a weekend. I, I never really have like a relaxation time. And Mondays are just kind of meh to me. But for some reason, I hate Tuesdays. I really do. I feel like Mondays get they, a bad rep. Like, like I feel like Mondays are kind of like your... You're not really in the full swing of work mode yet. You're kind of like easing back into your work. You know what I mean? Like it's like not like you're right. in the deep end yet. It's like oh, all right, I'll, I'm I'm at back at work. Let me recover while I start doing my work and get ready for the upcoming week. And I feel like Tuesday through Thursday are probably like your busiest days of the work week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you yeah. have a normal nine to five job, which I do not. So. Yeah, Mondays are Mondays are a good excuse to be like, oh, I was just catching up on emails from Friday exactly. over the weekend and getting back into the groove, like you said. And then Tuesday starts the ramp up where you have no excuses for being late on emails or anything like that. And I don't know. It just sucks. I will. I yeah. I, I will not tolerate Monday slander on this, on the show. Mondays do nothing it. wrong. Hashtag Mondays do nothing wrong. Hashtag fuck Tuesdays. All right. That's, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That's the hashtag for the week. I'll send it out after the, after the episode. See, so you said, you said you were feeling emo this morning. What were you, were you listening to some emo jams as well on your on your way to work? I here's the thing about me. I always listen to emo jams, so I don't really switch up the music depending on my mood as far as emo goes because emo was always being played. I don't know, it was just it's billing day for the month of March, so like going back and dealing with the 
with the finance department at jobs and stuff like that. My job, it it's just not fun. So gotcha. I was feeling emo this morning when I got when I walked into four different emails from four different people, all in the finance department, telling me the same thing. So it's just annoying. Gotcha. Yeah, I get, I get that. I get that, man. Well, now you're here. Now you're just blowing off some steam, and I we're gonna, we're gonna have mm-hmm. some, uh, a, a good a good conversation. You're gonna ease your way into some dinner. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's a nice day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go I'm for. Not a, feel, I'm not feeling emo. You can go for a W A L K. Oh I, yeah, you can't say it. I always have to spell it out now because he's he's lurking. Mm-hmm. He's not. I don't see him, but he's lurking somewhere. And if I say that word, he <laughs> will be running. You know he's there. He's yeah. within earshot. Dude, my Tuesday. Oh wait, speaking of oh, go ahead. Speaking of emo music, real quick, did you listen to the band that I sent you? I did. I listened to that one song that you sent, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. The band's called Hot Milk. I can't stand the name of the band. I absolutely <laughs> hate it, but the music is fun. It was. It was good. It was good. It was. Yeah. It was a. Uh, I mean, I feel like the type of music you always send me is going to be a new pop punk band. That's exactly what it was. It was just like a nice new pop punk band. I was like, yeah, let's go. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. They don't even have a full album out. Nope, they only had an EP, right? Mm-hmm. I um speaking of my Tuesday, I I have today off, which I usually have about two days a week off, but it varies on which which day of the week it is, which is kind mm-hmm. of annoying. Um, but so I had Tuesday off today, and I was like, I woke up at like seven forty five, eight o'clock, and I was like, I'm gonna do stuff, like I'm gonna be productive. So I like did a little like cleaning around the apartment, and then I was like, it's like nine forty five in the morning. I'm like, I'm gonna go somewhere, so I went to Newberry Comics. Uh, didn't they didn't realize they didn't open till eleven? So I got there at ten and had to fuck around for an hour, not doing anything. Um, because I wanted I was looking for some of the Godzilla vs Kong Funko Pops that were just released, and they did not have them. They were expecting their shipment. He's like, we're expecting our shipment around one. If you want to come back, and I was like, nope, I really really don't care that much. Um, and I also was looking for the Invincible Compendium. Mm-hmm. Which apparently they do not make anymore, which is very disappointing because they are really? very I, expensive now. I I bet they will eventually, kind of like um I saw a resurgence of the boys once season one was yeah. done with and and popular. So I'm sure I'm sure they'll make more because the show is doing very well. I was expecting it to be like front and center, you know what I mean? Like when the boys was or Watchmen, the show was on, like the book was front mm-hmm. and center in every every bookstore, like hot like everyone's buying this come get it like and then same with the boys when they even got a reprint with like the cover of all the actors instead of the character you know what i mean um yeah and i was really expecting invincible to be there and i was like well it's not let me look on amazon i already have the first compendium on kindle and i was like that's not as cool as like having the physical copy so yeah um i looked on amazon they're like 75 dollars, and i was like no Sheesh. no thank you i'm good so I was a little disappointed because I have been loving Invincible. I know we talked about a little bit about it last week, but there's only three. I have a hot. Left. I have a hot take on Invincible, and it and it deals with Falcon and the Winter Soldier also. Okay. So they both release on Friday, and they're both fantastic shows. Mm-hmm. I look more forward to Falcon and the Winter Soldier than I do Invincible because I think the hit that the episode gives you, the emotion that the episode gives you for Falcon and Winter Soldier hits harder than Invincible does. Would you say that's true? Like, it has more going on in the episode than... I feel like... And and therefore, it has more of a lasting effect on you. I feel like you only think that because you're so attached to the characters from the MCU. Maybe, but also... I don't know, Invincible, there's so much going on, and mm-hmm. it's so new, so maybe you're right, but at the same time, like, last Friday, I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was, like, a 45-minute episode, I think I took a break, ate dinner, and then watched Invincible, and afterwards, I was like, that was a really good episode of Invincible, and I thought about, it, I was like, Falcon and Winter Soldiers was just so much better, and, like, not, be- no, yeah. that's wrong, not, not better, just a different, I, I felt different afterwards, and I felt more, I don't know just wanting more out of Falcon and Winter Soldier than Invincible. I also think you're getting into the the problem here where like Falcon and Winter Soldier is about to wrap up. Like there's only like granted so is Invincible, but Falcon and Winter Soldier is about to wrap up and you know it's leading to something big because it's a part of a bigger universe. Like I feel like mm-hmm. for Invincible it's a standalone. There's not going to be anything until season 3 or season 2, sorry. <laughs> um 
for Invincible, and you don't even know when that's going to be, but you know that two months after Falcon Winter Soldier's over, Loki's coming out, and you're going to wonder, how is that going to tie in? You know what I mean? And then right. after that, Shang, uh, Shang-Chi, right? Shang-Chi. And, and then Eternal. So you know it's big, building into something bigger, but I feel like for Invincible, this is the start of it. Like, it's still building the base. Yeah, like still building you're, the, you're, the foundation. Like, comparing... Like basically season one of The Walking Dead, we're like, yeah, this is good, and I enjoy this, but I don't really care about it. You know what I mean? Like I, like I'm not invested in it yet, but I, I I'm sure I will be when you know it's season three and we're in the thick of it for Invincible. That you're comparing, that's fair. You know, that's, that's fair. So basically, it's just it's it's unfortunate that Invincible comes out on the same days as Falcon. Winter yeah, Soldier I don't know why everything comes out decided well, it has to come out on Friday now. Like, I get it because of the weekend and people will be talking about it over the weekend. It'll be all the Twitter clicks and all the Twitter hashtags and shit like that for because people will watch it over the weekend. I get that, I guess. But, like, just do it on Thursday. Right? Do it the day before. Or, like, Sundays. Give me something. Apparently, on Sundays. apparently this week on Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's a big cameo coming for a brand new, for not a new Marvel character, but a new MCU character that's famous in Marvel. Now, do you believe that? Because we were we yes. bit we bit on some on some, no, theory, the, the on some direct, rumors. The, the director of Falcon and Winter Soldier said it. He's very excited for the cameo in episode five. Give me a guess. Who do you think it is? I don't. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I. I it's very possible it could be an X Men. It's very possible it could be. Uh, I. I don't know an MCU a Marvel character that hasn't appeared in the MCU yet. Um, who would who would you say? <laughs> she Hulk. They already announced that they're going to be doing. A yeah, but she, has, series, she hasn't so appeared yet. <laughs> I really don't think She Hulk's going to show up in Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's going to be someone that's not like crazy powers because this is so down to earth. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Reed Richards, but I'm. But I'm very intrigued. Hey, you, I mean, everyone thought it was going to be Reed Richards in WandaVision. Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah. They're bringing back Evan Peters. Yeah, Evan Peters just shows up. The same in, the same intro for Evan Peters that he had in, uh, in WandaVision. Dude, I can't wait. I can't wait to dive deep into uh, Falcon or Soldier with you, and I'm assuming Dustin. I know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. It's going to be Dustin, our, our, res- our, res- our resident MCU guy. Yeah, maybe we'll do something for Invincible too, but we, we might not. We might just talk about that off air. I don't know how many people. Yeah, we, might have, to, yeah, we might have to wait for Invincible to get super popular before yeah. we do an entire episode dedicated to him. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's basically what I've been watching. I don't know if I want. Do you even have anything to add to, to what we've been watching? Nah, dude. I don't know. This goes back to me being emo. Yep. I don't know what's been going on with my mind. But, like, I've found so much enjoyment out of sitting in the dark watching baseball. (laughs) Like, I'll get home and not turn on any lights, and it's still light out when I get home. And I'll turn on the TV and, like, have the channel ready to go for the Yankee game. And by the time, like, the game's going, there are no lights on in my apartment. I'm just sitting on my couch in the dark watching baseball. I mean, that's the life. Is that a... Is that a sign of depression? Probably. Just sitting in the dark watching TV. Yeah. Probably, okay. But, uh, sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it depends. I mean, I mean, I used. To, I feel like I used to do that a lot. Like I would come home and go, like, go to my room, just turn on the TV, and just like see what was on. If I, I was ready to watch the Mets, or I was like turn on Netflix and just watch like Breaking Bad or something, or just turn on something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like enjoying myself while I'm like just hanging out by myself, and then the lights. You know, mm-hmm. eventually it's dark enough where I just shut the TV off and I'm ready to go to bed. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing. I I sit on my couch, watch TV until it's time for bed. I turn the TV off. It's pitch black. I'm like nice, ready to go. And don't don't need to turn off any of the lights. I don't need to do anything. Just nope. need to get up, brush your teeth, and head to bed. You know what I mean? Yep. What a, what a feeling! Yep, so that's that's been my nights recently. I haven't really watched any movies or anything like that because it's just I've just been watching baseball. Yep. How are the Yankees doing? The Yankees are not doing great. <laughs> I believe they're I believe they're five hundred. But I will say the team that I'm enjoying the most, and it's not necessarily a team. It's more just one player, and I got to watch him on Sunday. Um, Ronald Acuna for the Braves. Yep. He is quickly becoming my favorite non-Yankee player. He might be up there already. Like he's just so awesome to watch, and I was able to. Yeah, unfortunately, I had to sit through uh, Alex Rodriguez as the color announcer. That's yeah, but, that is unfortunate. But it was fun watching him 
play on ESPN, so I was able to watch it. So he's been my favorite to watch, and I wish he was a Yankee. <laughs> you didn't even choose him. You, I know you tweeted out saying like MVP or whatever, but you didn't even choose him to be your MVP this year. Right now, our know. predictions. This, that was before I saw him beat out a routine ground, a hard hit routine ground ball to short, and then the next day score on a sacrifice fly to second base. Yep. He's amazing. Granted, the and second base Chisholm had a tough play on that. Yeah, but he still hits dingers too. Like he hit three home runs, I think, in the series against the Phillies, and all of them he showboated like crazy. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he's, he's, he's awesome. fun. He's fun to watch. Uh, the Mets have been cursed this season. They've, yeah, they've played like four they, games. <laughs> yeah, they they just haven't played a game, and the games that they have played and they haven't looked fantastic. No, it's real. Ba- it's it sucks because people are like, "Well, this team's already disappointed." It's like, "Well, they haven't had a chance to get into a rhythm yet. Like they play exactly. two games, get rained out, or have the series uh, postponed due to COVID, or like play a game and then mm-hmm. it gets the next game gets rained out and then they play another game and then they're like so I I think they're like they they're literally like three and three, and everyone every other team has played at least like twelve games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think the Yankees are five and five or five and six somewhere around there. So, not great, but something to work on. They're playing a doubleheader. I think they already the Mets already started at time of recording this. They started their first doubleheader. Yes. So they started at four. Yeah. So hopefully they'll two two seven inning games. And, and it sucks because they're playing against Aaron Nola, who's a stud, and the Mets lineup has not looked good, and they haven't been able to play. So like they're not. Yeah. Game time, they're gonna, it's, they're gonna lose, and the fans are gonna overreact and want everybody fired and everybody traded and, and shit like that. Yeah. So. And the, the Phillies are coming off a series against the Braves where yeah. they split with them. Or they they lost two out of three or something like that. So it's they're tough. coming. It's they're tough. coming out for blood. It's always tough to be a Mets fan, but like right mm-hmm. now is especially hard because <laughs> there's just so much expectations, so many expectations right. around them. There's always expectations. Yeah, but like not like not like this. I feel like this is the first year of new ownership. New team, new franchise player, you know what I mean? And I want them to do well, and they are not doing well. They also don't have the That's... opportunity to do well. So, yeah. Before we end our sports section, because we did a whole episode on sports last last yep. episode, so I think we need to end it real quick. Um, I just have one more question, and it's football-related. Did you see – I know we have a, probably have a decent amount of Patriots fans that listen. If not a decent, maybe a handful. But uh, did you see that um, New England boy Julian Edelman retired? I did. I did see that. Do, question for you. Do you think he, is, he belongs in the Hall of Fame? No. I saw the uh, the tweet that somebody put out comparing him to Heinz Ward. Yes. Yeah. I actually took a picture of that because I was going to say – like. Compare the two of them, and Heinz Ward can barely even get on the ticket, let alone he won't. He, what was it? Um, Heinz Ward can't make the final ballot in the Hall of Fame voting for the last five years. He hasn't been a finalist. He has 1,000 catches compared to Edelman's 620. Yards, 12,083 compared to Edelman's 6,822. Heinz Ward has 85 touchdowns to Julian Edelman's 36. They both have one Super Bowl MVP, and Heinz Ward has four Pro Bowls compared to Julian Edelman's zero. I think to be even is it isn't it that you to be even require uh, allowed to be on the Hall of Fame ballot you have to have at least one Pro Bowl appearance. Is that true? He he was selected to the Pro Bowl as a replacement and didn't play because he was in the Super Bowl. So I don't know if that hmm. gives him access hmm. or not. I also don't know if you're required to make the Pro Bowl to be a Hall of Fame. Um I I think Edelman was only very very good because of Tom Brady, and yeah, Tom Brady and he was on the Patriots who kept going to the Super Bowl. So yeah. he has a lot of experience in the Super Bowl. So that's why everyone thinks he's great. I mean, he was their number one receiver for a while, but I don't I don't think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. No, I don't either. And if he does get into the Hall of Fame, Heinz Ward better go there. Isaac Bruce, I think <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's receivers out there who are better than Edelman. No, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But Nick, before we get any further, let me tell you and everyone else listening about our housekeeping. Let me let me get in. Let me get into the housekeeping. Uh, you can catch the show usually every single Thursday morning at seven a.m. Eastern time. Sometimes on Fridays at seven a.m. Eastern time. If you want to be part of the show, head over to BrewsTalkingPod.com where you can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns, and feedback of 
any kind. And while you're over at brostalkingpod.com, you can click on our little merch tab where you can get all new merch like this little bros talking dad hat that I'm wearing that you can't see, but it's our alternate logo. A long sleeve shirt that we have with our alternate logo on it and a bunch of hoodies and t-shirts and all that good stuff. Nick, it is my... um, expected i i guess is the one the word i'm looking for uh news to tell you that we did not sell one bro stocking shirt so the uh, people, yeah as as expected the people the people, people have spoken the people have spoken and they do not want any bro stocking content so um i'm yeah. okay with that i'm okay with that too <laughs> but everybody anyway if you have no money to throw at us uh, that's quite all right. You can support us in other ways, like going to Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook and dropping us likes and follows. Also going to our YouTube page and dropping us a subscription there and ringing the, and clicking that little bell notification. So whenever you post something over there, you'll, uh, you'll know about it. Um, speaking of YouTube, all of our reviews are up there now. So like there will no longer be clogging up your podcast feed. They will only strictly be on YouTube. Our Godzilla vs. Kong review is up right now. Go check it out if you haven't. You heard about me talk about this movie for the past year. So after I finally saw it, what did I think of it? Go go watch the YouTube video to find out. But yeah, that'll do it. It's, it's free. It's free. 100% free. And also... The good news, if you click that sub button, once we get our custom URL, our custom URL, and hit 100 subscribers, you're automatically entered in to win free merch, anything you want from our store. So, go do it. It's fun. It's cool. Go check us out. You can look at our faces. You can see that I'm freshly shaved. I don't have a huge beard anymore. Although I didn't when we recorded our Godzilla vs. Kong review. So I was gonna say when you recorded. Um, that also showed me that I need some sort of ring light because the backlighting in my apartment is very terrible, and it was just like a dark, shadowy figure talking about Godzilla. So yep. I'll need to fix that for the next few reviews that we got going on. But yeah, reviews on YouTube, bros, and you reviewing. can check out all the the back catalog of all the fast fi- yeah. uh, fast minutes that you did and all that fun. Fast stuff. minutes, our, our bros talking fries, our first video episode, you know, good stuff. And we also have some stuff planned. That we can hopefully do soon. <laughs> We've been saying it for a while, but hopefully it's coming out soon. But yeah, YouTube, go check it out. Go subscribe over there. And follow us on Please. Instagram, Twitter, and, and Facebook and all that good stuff. Uh, but Nick, last week, um, people might have missed it because it was at the very tail end of an episode about baseball. Mm-hmm. But we took, a, we, took, we took a an idea for a little test drive. And we think it was successful, and we we decided to put a down payment on that idea. Mm-hmm. As in, and we are we're doing it today. Um, we are we are doing a full episode or a full segment, I guess. We're each doing them on movie Mad Libs. So we each created our own couple movie Mad Libs, and we're going to fill them out, and hopefully it'll be some fun. I think. I think. Yeah. That's so fun. basically, we took movie synopses. And just replace words, and then we well, took out words, and we're going to have the other one fill in nouns, adjectives, that kind of thing, to make a, an actual Mad Lib. And then we're going to make our movie synopsis, and we're going to see who has a good line of, of movies. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I actually didn't even take synopsis. I just kind of created my own. All right, so I did three randoms, and then I created one out of an actual movie synopsis. Cool, 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 cool. So all there's right. only one actual movie out of mine, so I have four, but we don't have to do all four. Yeah, I only Although created, they'll be quick. Wrote, so I wrote two. So, yeah, we could do all four. I mean, that's fine. I, I also have two. four different genres. I have uh, a horror movie, a comedy, an action movie, and a rom-com. All right. Uh, do you want to start off with your Mad Lib, or do you want me to start off with one of my Mad Libs? We'll start off with one of mine, because I have more. That works for me. All right, so you get to pick the genre that we start out with, though. You said it was rom-com, horror, regular comedy, and action. Let's do the action movie first. Okay. So this is actually the only one that is a real movie. Okay. All right. So I need a plural noun. A plural noun. Books. I need an adjective. Oh fuck! <laughs> um, funny. One thing I feel like this uh, episode is going to show is that we don't know our English language. <laughs> that way. Uh, uh, I need a girl's name, Cindy. I need a noun. Uh, card. An adjective. Fuck me, man! This this is difficult. Um. 
It's really sloppy. not. Sloppy? Yeah. Uh, I need a mood. A mood? Emo. Yeah. Uh, another noun? Uh, phone. I guess, I guess it could be like a, a place too, right? It doesn't have to be a... just a thing. I'll get, I'll get that on my Actually, next never mind, never, never mind, never mind. That noun is, doesn't exist? Yep. Yep. I uh, need a location. That's it. A location? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, power plant. All right. Uh, an event. An event? Warp tour. Presented by Vans. And that, that is it. So this is an actual movie synopsis that you decided to edit. Ah, uh, okay. And it... It is for Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh. <clears throat> All right. So here's your synopsis for Godzilla vs. Kong. It is Kong and his books undertake a funny journey to find his true home. Along for the ride is Cindy, an orphaned girl who has a unique and powerful card with the sloppy beast. However, <laughs> they soon find themselves in the path of an emo Godzilla as he cuts, it, cuts through a swath of destruction across the power plant. The initial confrontation between the two titans, instigated by the Vans Warp Tour, is the only beginning of the mystery. Is only the beginning of the mystery that lies deep within the core of the planet. To be fair, I nailed the Godzilla. Godzilla is emo. <laughs> it's he's emo, always emo. He's very, he's very movie moody. Hell yeah! <clears throat> and Kong is a little sloppy. You know what I mean? He's a sloppy beast. <laughs> sloppy beast. <laughs> all right. All right. That's that's cool. I like I like that. Um, which one do you want to start off with? A, a family friendly movie or my other non family friendly movie? We'll do family friendly first. Let's always okay. end on non family. Kids go to bed. Kids, kids. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what listening to this podcast? They go to bed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me an animal. A jaguar. Uh, give me a noun. Mm, grass. Uh, give me a, a verb. Jump. Give me a man's name. Seth. Uh, give me a noun. A noun? Um, sky. Give... <laughs> no, that works. Yeah. Uh, give me an adjective. Harry. Uh, give me a horror movie director. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, fuck, how do you spell Shyamalan? I mean, you don't have to spell it correctly, just as long as you know what it says. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't spell it correctly. Uh, give me an adjective. Uh, and a noun at the same silly. time. A what? And a noun. S- um, silly. Silly. Toy. Give me an actor from Breaking Bad. A Bob Odenkirk. Uh, give me an Academy Award-winning director. Uh, Bong Joon-ho. And give me a, give me a character. Uh, from Shakespeare. Mercutio. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I just gotta fill in some blanks real quick. Oh, and give me a month and day. Um, August 1st. <sighs> All right. When a down-on-his-luck man finds an adorable jaguar in the trash can, he realizes it's his long-lost grass. He takes, the, he takes the jaguar home and jumps it back to full health. Now Seth and his jaguar are ready to take on the sky in this, in this hilariously hairy comedy from comedic genius M. Night Shyamalan comes this year's must-see family fi- flick, Silly Toy, starring Bob Odenkirk as Seth and introducing Bong Joon-ho as Mercutio the Jaguar coming August 1st, 2021. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm all about it. I I, I really like Bong Joon Ho as Mercutio the Jaguar. Yeah, if I do say Mercutio so, Mercutio the Jaguar, pretty solid. <laughs> all right, do you want to do horror, comedy, or rom com? Ooh, mm, let's do horror. Okay. Uh, give me a male name. Dennis. 
Give me a female name. Jackie. Give me a location. Like a city. Like a city? Uh, Sydney, Australia. All right. Give me a plural noun. Um, cats. Uh, a plural household object. Uh, coffee tables. All right, and now just a second plural noun. Second plural noun. Um, lights. Uh, now just a regular noun. Um, pin. Pin? Yep. Like a safety pin. Okay, I'm going to write down safety pin. All right. I need a second male name. A second male name. Uh, Ronald. Uh, I need a type of criminal. A <laughs> type of criminal. Yeah, uh, like a crime. <laughs> like like something he com- like something this person committed. Yeah, like a like murderer or arsonist no, or something yeah, like that. Uh, public indecency. So a sex offender? No, uh, you probably your nation. That's still technically a sex offender. Is it? Because the way this is worded, because the way this is worded, public urination is not going to work because it needs to be a type of criminal, not a type of crime. <laughs> so, okay. a, so a sex uh, offender it is. All right, <laughs> works. You name you name two two crimes that would put you on a list. So yeah, you're good. Uh, good I, you know, a collective noun. A collective noun. Yeah, like a group of something. Uh, geese. <laughs> uh, one more noun. Uh, car. Uh, male actor. Male actor. Ashton Kutcher. And a female actor. Jessica Lang. All right, all done. Ready? Yep. <clears throat> All right, Dennis and Jackie just moved to Sydney, Australia. It's their dream home, and these newlyweds are excited to embark on their lives together. But their real estate agent didn't tell them that their house is haunted by cats. <laughs> at first, it's small. At first, it's small things like missing coffee tables and broken lights. But the sca- square the the scares quickly escalate as the pair begin seeing safety pins and other specters roaming the house. They decide to call the police, but they can't help. The couple discovers their house was last occupied by Ronald, a sex offender who was killed by geese. <laughs> Jesus. Will the, will the couple survive the haunting or be torn apart by fear? Starring Ashton Kutcher and Jessica Lang, it's The Haunting of a, of Cars coming this August. <laughs> hell yeah. Dude, August is a hell of a month. Yeah. So Ronald, uh, the sex offender, was murdered by geese, and now cats haunt the house. I mean, that's logical. Yeah, that's that works. Yeah. Missing coffee table is in, is important though. <laughs> it's, it's, where, that's, where huge. that's huge. That's uh, huge. So silly toy starring Bob Odenkirk comes out August first, and and the haunting of cars comes out in August. What do you think is going to be more successful at the box office? I think it's going to be the haunting of cars, just because it's a horror movie in August, and like leading up to. Yeah, um, I mean, that can make sense. Although, Family Friendly, starring Bob Odenkirk and Bong Joon-ho as Mercutio the Jaguar. I mean, kids are going back to school. What do you do? You take them to, you take them to the movies right before they go back to school. That kind of sounds like a January movie, though. That does. It sounds like it sounds Or a straight-to-DVD straight movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready for my next one? This is my last one, so we'll, we'll, do, we'll do mine, and we'll do one more for you. Okay. Uh, give me an adjective. Uh, long. Uh, give me a noun. Butterfly. Uh, give me another noun. Um, guitar. Alright, I should have said plural noun, but I'll just make it guitars. Guitar. Uh, give me a male name. Paul. Give me an actor. Um, Kevin James. Give me a female name and an actress. Um, Betty and Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, give me a state. Mississippi. Just because I want you to spell it. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-U-Y, dude, bro. Come on. I yeah, but you still have to write it out. I know. I said P-P-Y, by the way. That's how I spell it. Uh, give me an adjective. Uh, short. I went long and short with my adjectives. <laughs> really creative there. Uh, give me a child actor. Um, Macaulay Culkin. He's no longer a child actor, but he was he famous was, for being he was, a child actor. He was, so that's fine. Uh, give me a non-existent streaming service. Oh, uh, Quibi. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired. Fuck. Goddamn. <laughs> All right, that's it. Um, in a world where long undead run rampant, these butterfly-loving friends have to face their guitars and try to stop the threat. Paul, played by Kevin James, and Betty, played by Betty White, have to journey across Mississippi to save the short world, directed by Malt- Macaulay Culkin and coming exclusively to Quibi. Very nice. <laughs> I feel like that would be something that was actually on Quibi, and that's probably why Quibi is no longer around. Yep, that's a 10-minute movie starring <laughs> Kevin James and Betty White fighting off zombies. <laughs> But they love butterflies. <laughs> Butterfly-loving friends, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll end it on mine. Uh, do you want to do comedy or romantic comedy? I'll let you pick. Which one do you prefer? Um, I want you to do rom-com. Cool. Uh, adjective? Disgusting. Noun? Manhole. Yikes. Um, all right, so opposite uh, adjective as disgusting. Lovely. Uh, stereotypical female position or Se- profession. Secretary. Uh, location? The moon. <laughs> uh, a verb ending in ing. Sprinting. Uh, noun? Uh, airplane. A positive adjective. Happy. A city? Tuscaloosa. An action? Sh- uh, shoots. I had to adjust. I had to add an ing to that just to make it make sense. Um, a month? Uh, <laughs> June. Okay, I couldn't think of one. I mean, I could think of one. But... Honestly, I would have said August because it's the <laughs> month that I only month I could think of. <laughs> um, I need a number. Thirty-three. Uh, starring an actress. Uh, Daisy Ridley. And now an actor. Um, Tyrion Lannister's actor. What's his name? <laughs> Fuck. What's his name? Dinklage? Peter Peter Dinklage? Peter Dinkleberg. Dink Dink Dinklage Dinkleberg is the character from. <laughs> That's fairly <laughs> obvious. <laughs> Dinkleberg. <laughs> All right. I I could put down Peter Dinkleberg, but I put down Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Oh man, what a <laughs> what a reference that you oh, didn't even mean to make. <laughs> and I said Dinklage, and you're like, yeah, Dinkleberg. Petition to have Peter Dinklage change his name to Peter Dinkleberg. <laughs> do you, do you I'm think signing we'll sign, that shit. Do you think we'll sign it? I think we got at least two more people in the audience that'll probably sign that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh man. All right, this is uh, this is your romantic comedy. <laughs> All right, ready. <clears throat> He's a disgusting manhole. She's... (laughs) She's a lovely secretary. When they bump into each other at the moon, it's love at first sight. That is, until they realize each other's dark secrets. When she finds out he's secretly sprinting her airplane, she vows she'll never love him. Still, he's convinced she's the one, so he must convince her that he's really happy. (laughs) He follows, he follows her to Tuscaloosa and attempts to romantically sweep her off her feet by shooting. Will their story end in the wedding of her dreams? 
or will they live separate lives? Coming this June, it's 33 Chances Too Many, starring Daisy Ridley and Peter Dinkelberg. (laughs) 33 Chances Too Many. (laughs) I love that they go from the moon to Tuscaloosa. (laughs) Yes, she runs away from the moon to hide out in Tuscaloosa, and he follows her. He follows her, don't worry. He knows. Oh, man. But he's such a disgusting manhole, and I don't know how she falls for him. Such a disgusting manhole. <laughs> and she, she's a lovely secretary. <laughs> one of the, lovely one of the best. Oh, man. That was good. That was a good one. I like that a lot. That was a good one to end, though. Whew. I'm still, I'm still laughing at fucking Peter Dinkelberg. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb, dude. That was so fucking dumb. Yeah. Oh, man. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that immensely. Yes, that was fun. Thirty-three chances. Too little... many. What do you th- What do you think? Little... What do you? Which one do you think? Which one do you think wins the Razzie for worst movie? Ah oh, man, what was your family friendly movie? Uh, silly oh, toy. The, the Jaguar. The Jaguar one. That might be the Razzie, man. You think so? Starting yeah, Bob Odenkirk, the Jaguar going off with going off with Seth. <laughs> yeah, to take on the sky. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I think that was good. No, you're probably. What right, do you though. think, it's the Razzie? Uh, to be honest, thirty-three chances too many sounds pretty fucking shitty. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me, though. I mean, at least you have a good pair of actors with Daisy Ridley and Peter, Dink- Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say his name today. No. Uh, it was it was hard knowing that that was a romantic comedy and knowing that those two people would be like my leads. So I, I know. Shot. Yeah, uh, you you automatically knew that you were gonna pair it. Well, although like going into Mad Libs, you have to try to be ridiculous anyway. Yeah. So obviously, if you hear actress and actor, you're gonna try to pair two people that are weird together. Hence why I paired Kevin James and Betty White together. <laughs> Kevin James and Betty White. Yeah, good good times. What was your other one? The uh, the horror movie about Sydney Australia the, the cats. Yeah, I feel like that would become a cult classic. Yeah, Dennis and Jackie, Ashton yeah. Kutcher and Jessica Lang. Yeah, dude, what a, what a pairing there. <clears throat> I wonder if the in in the movie, I wonder if they'll show the murder of uh, the sex offender Ronald getting destroyed by geese. They should. That's how the movie starts off. The haunting of car. Haunting of car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that also sounds like a straight to DVD movie. Yeah. My last one. I actually think we skipped a good one. Although, do you want to do it real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck, Fuck it. Fuck we, it. We got, Com- we got time. It's comedy. This one doesn't have any actors or anything like that. Okay. I didn't. I didn't go too hard on this one. Um, I need a male name. Um, Joseph. I need a revelation. So I wrote down revelation, a surprising and previously unknown fact, just because I knew you were going to be stumped on that. The world is flat. Uh, I need a location. Um, uh, Antarctica. Okay. I'm the same revelation. Never mind. Uh, I need a second male name. Um, let's go with Derek. Uh, I need a profession. Skier. An adjective. Bloody. Okay, that's it because it it repeats itself a lot. So, okay. right. when Joseph finds out that the world is flat, his world is turned upside down. He quits <laughs> his job. He sells his house. He moves to Antarctica on a whim. He finds out it wasn't what he expected, and he must learn to deal with a new way of life. While dealing with the revelation that the world is flat, he meets Derek, a professional skier with a bloody attitude towards life. The two quickly become best friends despite their differences. Suddenly, everything changes when Derek and Joseph realize that the when the world is flat, that it's just a hoax. Will he keep his new life, or will he try to return his old one? 
It's so bad. That's that's all. That's gonna win the Razzie, dude. That's oh, absolutely. Although he does, he meets a skier in Antarctica. So I mean, stay. It's that's like the one constant you have going there. Yeah, with a bloody attitude towards life. <laughs> bloody attitude. Suddenly, everything changes when they realize that the world being flat is just a hoax. Whoa! Wow! Whoa! Hey. Will he keep his new life in Antarctica, or will he try to return to his old one? <laughs> I wonder what his old life was. Yeah. That, you'll find that out in the, in the actual movie. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Keeping me on my toes. Keeping me yeah. in suspense. That, we don't know when that one comes out, though. It's, no. still in, uh, it's still in production. Yeah, it's getting pushed back due to COVID. They want to, they want to open it in theaters. Yeah. They need to make all the money they can. They're gonna have a revelation that it's not worth making. Oh, uh, speaking of movies, really, really quick. Did you see the full trailer for uh, Zack Snyder's Dead Army? Yes, and can I tell you that it looks so bad that I can't wait, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, that trailer made me so much less interested than the first one did. Really? Yes, but in the way where, like, I thought the movie would actually be decent. Like mm, when I first right. saw when I saw the first trailer, and then the second one I was like, oh. Oh no! Like this is this isn't oh, gonna be good. <laughs> no, this is gonna be a shitty movie, and I'm going to watch and enjoy but I probably most of it. Loved Kenny Rogers' song playing yep. over the trailer. Yep, and I'm a huge fan of Batista. Mostly everything he's in, except so it I'm, seems I'm like he's be- taking the serious role, which like I don't think he's. I've never really seen him in a serious. I've always seen him in the comedy. It's early though, like. You don't. We didn't get to really see too much dialogue, and it's Zack Snyder who likes to throw some comedy in randomly, and not show it in the trailers. So, although he was pre- he had a serious role in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, and he still. I didn't think he has a serious role in Dune. Yeah, so. I can't wait for Dune. I don't know, dude. I don't know if Dune's gonna make more at the box office than than thirty three chances too many. This is true. All right, Nick. If people want to talk to you about your movie Mad Libs and all that good stuff and all the all the baseball stuff happenings around the globe and all that, where would they go? <laughs> uh, if I'm the one person you want to talk to about baseball, it would be N-I-C-K-A-023 on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, oh, and you can reach me at AmazingAsmatic on Twitter, Instagram, and twitch.tv slash AmazingAsmatic. I need to start streaming again, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> it's been a long time. I'll do it eventually. It'll come back. It'll come back. It's just randomly do it one night to get into the groove. Yeah, you know? I, I should. I should just like a Friday night and be like, let's fucking go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, brostockingpod.com for all of our past episodes and all of our content and stuff like that. YouTube. Check out our reviews. Check out our review on Godzilla vs Kong. That's where all of our future reviews will go, and hopefully they won't be so stuttery in the video because OBS is a pain in the butt. Yeah, but yeah. hopefully I'll be there so you can actually see my face. Yeah, go check it out. Go check it out. Uh, but until next time, have a wonderful week. Yes. Tell someone that you love them. Yes. And and um, just enjoy life. Sit, sit on your couch in the dark and watch TV. It's fun. On a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring. Out the window at the darkness, the boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were. By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet and his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold them Know when to fold them Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table
forgotten when the dealing's done. Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner and every hand's a loser. The best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out a cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when to hold. Know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough to count when the dealing's done. You got to know when to hold up, when to hold know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done You got to know when to hold up Know 